0: Uh, hey guys, what's up? Uh, you know what time it is. I'm gonna talk to you about our sponsor here on the show, MyBookie. Uh, it's a great site for sports betting. Whether it's you know the bowl season, you got NBA. Uh, I mean, it'll be baseball here before we know it again. Pretty much anything you want to gamble on, MyBookie is the way to do it. And uh, when you use MyBookie, you're gonna be supporting us here on the show. That's kind of the best part of it. So all you gotta do, head on over to MyBookie. Just type it into whatever browser, Google, whatever. Uh, sign up for a new account and then just use our promo code shark 25 and uh, You're gonna get some great bonuses. You're gonna get $25 bonus cash. You're gonna get a deposit match and deposits of $100 or more uh, And You can start playing with my bookie today. It's, it's really just that simple my bookie you play you win you get paid That's how you do it. Don't forget shark 25. All right. Thanks guys. Let's go on to the show that Music Welcome to Antrox After Dark, a weekly dispatch from the dystopian reality that is Old Miss Athletics. Very special episode today. I, of course, am your, co- or your host, Justin Sanders. Uh, and for the first time ever, in person, got my coach John Stefanchik. What's up, John? How you doing,
1: buddy? This is basically our four-year anniversary. Our four-year Maybe anniversary, a and we decided
0: we'd do, we do a live show for the first time. I just want to say, before we get going, uh, for a show that I would say is not necessarily known for uh premium audio content or quality i should say this uh this might be our worst episode ever so excuse all of the uh the chair noises you might hear uh any of the inconsistent levels yeah we're uh you know we're 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 learning how to do this for the first time usually we record on skype a little behind the scenes but uh you know john not only back in the united states he's here in mississippi with me in the Lantarks after dark studio first of all what do you think palatial digs we got around here
1: we got it's solid Gets the job done
0: yeah, exactly. I mean our sponsors, yeah, but they put us up here, they pay for uh you know the
1: solid, not spectacular, more investment in the equipment that matters, such as right, the, the, foam, the high course, quality uh, equipment, exactly. Some crazy fireplace. Maybe I wish Ole Miss would be more efficient with their booster network like That's this. right, exactly.
0: Landmarks After Dark, we uh, invest we, in the assets. We as run, as run a an efficient operation, absolutely. But uh so happy to have John here. We just had a gr- lunch at a Jackson establishment, Kiefers had a Paul Catool, friend of the show. Uh, you picked him up from work, right? That was yep, real. That was yep, real nice. Chauffeur you chauffeured him, Chauffeuring him around. Uh, but yeah. So I mean, obviously, John's is coming into town. Figured, well, hell, we got to record this podcast that we do. Like John said, four-year anniversary. Well, what a four years it's been. Should we talk about that first? The the I'd say we've seen the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows
1: for old I Miss mean, in the last four years. Ba- a few days before the Peach Bowl in '14, which was. Mm. It's interesting. That was the peak of the freeze era. He had just shunned Florida, basically. to Probably that, Then the next
0: year, beating Alabama and Sugar Bowl the year after. I would right? say
1: that was in the middle of. I mean, fourteen mm-hmm. and fifteen were the two best. Absolutely, yeah. Ole Miss yeah. teams that mm-hmm. hell, we'll probably see for.
0: And of course, they still they still had their signature losses. Uh, they had their
1: screw ups. This was before the. Forty-two to three, no show in Atlanta. Right, and but,
0: we we came out and said that SEC defense is gonna, this is gonna show TCU yeah, what's up.
1: Bo's gonna put points on the board. Oh yeah, to, uh, Cody Core and uh, oh yeah, had a boys and there.
0: I mean after after thirty to nothing against Arkansas, I think we should have known that that wasn't what was gonna happen with that offense. But that you know, typical Ole Miss fashion, the Egg Bowl. Made us think something was going on that wasn't <laughs> going on, just like last year with Matt it's Luke. Counterfactual
1: kind of shadowing. Yeah, it really, yeah.
0: it really was. I mean, that was the Egg Bowl where you had uh, the Jordan Wilkins pass for a touchdown. You had the Jalen Walton like 95 yard yep. touchdown. So that was definitely definitely had us thinking, oh well, you know, maybe they'll actually show up in this New Year's Bowl. No, not at all. But you know, Freeze lived another day. Had it had a great start to the next season. Beat Alabama again. Uh, you know, like I said, some some typical we spent freeze, the whole off stumbles.
1: Fifteen's kind of where the stars would align. We thought, and yeah, yeah. Larry Tunsil, Tunsil gets suspended. Agent stepdad happens in July. And I don't really was, know what to think about the season and and then at that point. His eligibility came. Really, his eligibility didn't really come up till right before the first game. And then we right. were like, well. Maybe it's a two game, and then Alabama went, and then really, and then when
0: you beat Alabama, you think, well, hell, we don't even need so we'll do it without well, him. Well, but then, then it
1: was so. Then they do that; they they come out flat as hell against Vandy the following week, and right? Sweep by a win, yeah, barely. And then he wasn't back after four games because Gurley had gotten the jersey right. suspension four games the year before, and once once it went past four games, that was when you knew something, something was going on. Was just. I mean,
0: honestly, in retrospect, it's kind of crazy he came back at all. You know, with as hard as the NCAA you know, ends up coming down on Ole Miss, we've
1: never thought about it that way because we had our fan hats on. Right, time, we were just like, he has to come back. Why There's did no the NCAA way. Let him come
0: back. I'm honestly shocked that they ever did. I mean, I think I I think if it had been a year or two later, when the investigation was really in the thick of it, I doubt that he ever would have played again at Ole Miss the way things were going. Um, But, so, yeah, you beat Alabama, you think, oh, but maybe they don't need Tunzel. They can still, you know, they can do this again. They can have well, his aspirations. Didn't, well, he didn't
1: come back after four games. Was after, and then, yeah. who, who was the – T. Shepherd was the corner.
0: They, they quit the team. And he quit the
1: team, yeah. and they went to the Swamp. He was never good. No what do we, but I, I still don't
0: know what we attribute that performance at Florida to. Like, I honestly never figured that one out. Like, they played good defense. Our offense Milan was flat. got smoked. Yeah, they they just won the game up front. You Will think.
1: Greer, well, Tony Connor got hurt in the defense. Right, hasn't. of course, yeah. That's that's Band, a huge they, they, losing they Tony Connor against Bama is a huge loss. They didn't loss. know against Vanderbilt how big of a problem. Of course, they had. Florida right. told them how big. And Greer, of Greer they was had.
0: juicing and uh, he played a good game. Offense just looked terrible. We didn't
1: know how hurt Tony Connor was. I mean, Tony Connor's career got wrecked. Right yeah, it was Tuscaloosa. over that day in
0: Tuscaloosa. Yeah, which is it was still one of the absolute saddest things that's happened in Ole Miss since I've been following the fandom. Tony Connor was. Great player, he's you know, it's instant pick, yeah, but... gonna be a first round pick, no doubt. Don't even know what he's doing now, I assume he's a coach or something, but you know, he just gotta hope that staying home works out for him and he gets taken care of in some form or fashion by some old Miss Booster somewhere yep. with the job or something. Um but so I guess what I it's what I just was thinking, is that was that one of McElwain's kind of signature wins in Florida?
1: Absolutely. Well that was his first year there. Yeah. And and Ole Miss and had just were, beaten was, Bama. They were twenty fifth, and Ole Miss was third in the country going down there, mm-hmm. and that got McElwain. that Bottom bottom built time. Built it yeah. equity. Now he managed to burn it down in a couple. Oh of sure, time, in a yeah. Couple of years, but
0: well, when you you lay with a shark like that, I
1: guess kind of. If we want to look, do a four year look back at each sport. So football goes through. They they have this mid season. Just yeah, the Florida. Bob then what it was Memphis? Memphis was, was Memphis
0: right after Florida? I can't remember what was in between no, Florida like, and Memphis. It was
1: uh, some shit non-conference team. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like didn't Louisiana, didn't, didn't mean anything. Yeah, Huntsmith or something. Yeah. At Louisiana, go to the Liberty Bowl. Get up fourteen. And, and and we
0: know in the Liberty Bowl they had been told that Tunsel's coming back, so I think we've always kind of given that some they had credence as the to the week of the
1: game that he was coming back for A so, and M. So everybody, because now looking back, I mean freeze teams and. So emotional, focusing on one day at a time. No was not their. Strength. They get they they would get way up over their heads. So they look they get up fourteen. To be fair,
0: to be fair, Bama was untouchable. Still is untouchable. Beating Bama tears in a row, even that first year, you can understand how that would make a team crazy emotionally. It's an insane. It was a crazy accomplishment. We we still have to give free credit for that. Thing is
1: though, since fourteen, they beat Alabama, mm-hmm. then they go on the road to a ranked A and M team. Yep. It just beat the shit out of them at College Station. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They when, Cody
0: Pruitt with the pick six. That was a huge game.
1: And that's when we were sitting here going, holy shit. The team's good. And the coach is actually able to manage the emotions of the that's team, what we which yeah, was yeah, a yeah. total. I, I'd like to person. I've never done that, thought of it this way before. I'd like to personally blame Kevin Sublin for making us delusional <laughs> because yeah. he made Hugh Freeze look competent coming yep. off a high and going on the road yep. and that's true. Um well and then Derek Mason exposed him for who he who he was Mason, when, he, when he nearly beat him. I'd say Derek Mason's after,
0: definitely a more solid football coach than Kevin, Kevin Sumlin. Sumlin. Yeah. I think
1: Arizona's proven that out yeah.
0: so. uh but no, not to go back. We gotta keep we gotta keep moving here on 15, in fifteen. They get through uh, the the Liberty Bowl, terrible. That debacle
1: happens, and we all then know what the happened. team's in complete free fall. And yet, still they turn Tonsil around the next comes week back and shuts down Miles Garrett, Garrett, Garrett. Yep, mm-hmm. and then they, they go B-day to and Auburn them. and win, which they hadn't done in forever. <sighs> yep. and it was like, okay, is this team? There was gonna, a lot of redemption that season. Is, is this, this team team LSU put it together and save itself? And then the fourth and twenty-five debacle happens of against course. Arkansas, where they got completely. Mm-hmm got their ass kicked schematically on defense.
0: Then what happened uh, what happened that year
1: in the egg bowl? I don't remember. They went to they uh it was in Starkville. so so they lost to Arkansas. Right. The West was no longer in their control. Right. By week, beat the crap out of LSU in mm-hmm. Oxford and then they went to Starkville and, and that was that and, and, was kind of
0: the revenge year for them teabagging Bo Wallace and all of that the two years before, right? They kind of I feel like they kind of rallied to to win that well, game. No, that
1: was Dak's last game. Right. Uh oh, the, the, the defense basically it was kind of a sugar bowl play in. And right. they just went out there and beat the Bridges
0: front. had like a pick six. And they beat the crap out of Yeah, that, what I don't remember the offense in that game. I guess Laquan caught got, a touchdown. They
1: got hot on offense. Right, the, the again, Arkansas LSU State was probably the yeah, lead, and, and they're uh, really Sugar clicking Bowl, and Sugar Bowl as well. They, yeah, they, they were going to put 35, 40 points on anyone.
0: A and M was a little stop and start, but they had like a long pass. I remember they there had some, a couple and of and calls, after that, come back, but that game
1: was never in doubt. Yeah, Auburn was very. Alfred so would have been bigger if Ingram didn't have a. Keiko Freeze anyway. gets
0: his offense going, wins the Sugar Bowl, it's a big victory. We're As thinking this
1: big recruiting class going into yeah, 16. big offensive
0: recruiting class, of course. But so you got Shea first... Patterson, of course. Shea Patterson, one of the biggest stories we've had on this podcast was was recruiting Shea Patterson, When you get the number one quarterback in the country. I think optimism is high going into sixteen for sure, but obviously the defense was what we were if you go overestimating.
1: January of sixteen, yeah. Sugar Bowl
0: win. Shea Patterson commits. Shea was. January, um, February.
1: Did he commit?
0: He committed before. No, he, no, he. committed a year before. He committed right? in 15, 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15. That's right. That's right.
1: So, Shay and all these guys. Sign, yeah. You know, A.J. My,
0: Brown, you get him, but you lose Jeffrey Simmons. And I think that's a huge the, NLA, blow.
1: The, the note, the first notice came out the last right. week of January. In between before be signing day. To, yeah. Uh, a big visit and they, they have a they, hostage they kept video. everybody but they didn't gain anybody they lost
0: Simmons well the, Simmons wasn't committed but people thought they had a good chance I think at Simmons Simmons was ever coming no, I think Simmons was always probably committed to state, but he was telling Alabama and Ole Miss, "I'm coming," yes. so that they wouldn't go after Barney him super hard. In my opinion, good
1: by how, whatever happened yeah. there. Yeah, obviously
0: um, we haven't even we didn't even talked about Leo Lewis the year before. Of course, at okay, the time we've gone through. At the time we didn't know what all was going on behind the scenes in the Leo Lewis thing. We thought it was sketchy. We had no idea there was. Recordings being made of his mom and all that shit, and and obvious and all the stuff that was going on. But so yeah, we're in, we're in. We moved past Sunday 16. You had a great offensive class, but th- what happens then? Nobody's
1: we, talking about defense suffic- insufficiencies, and the draft. The night draft night happens.
0: happens, and that kind of changes the Ole entire right from
1: atmosphere. Sugar bowl cloud high. We haven't been here since Archie Manning. I mean, we're we're at Archie Manning. Well, they're high on the Levels Sugar Bowl. They quickly the,
0: go to a gas mask high, and with, then and they draft got, high. Yeah,
1: different high. Yeah, so it's just they weren't it, breathing oxygen anymore.
0: And if you, I, I think, I think as Ole Miss fans, we had all been looking forward to draft Light 2016 since that 2013 signing class. We thought this was going to be even more than beating Alabama, perhaps kind of the coming out party on the national scene where Ole Miss has all these guys go in the first round. Mm-hmm. And, yes, you get three guys drafted in the first round, but that you, was supposed to be you the mentioned night. free fall. We forgot, you know, Kim Dietschy had already free fallen out of a hotel window before this. The draft class was just being tanked, and then, of course, go ahead.
1: Well, draft night 16 was supposed to be Ole Miss is going to establish itself. Right, and, and they're here to stay. It's a top 15 program, and it's here to stay. right? And it totally blew up. And then, you, and then it, I mean, it's amazing how it went. I mean, they got this close, and you know, I'm holding my fingers close together, like an inch apart. Yeah, we're, we we if can see not, each if other. We're so watching we can... this on ESPN 20. Right, exactly. We're still working out that agreement, but um, on Twitch that TV. Exactly. But they um, they were so close to being established, but it turned. But then you had draft night blows up, and obviously we freezes, talked about freezes, and then over the next 18 months, you have freezes' personal life blows up. Uh, the, cha- the new chancellor they hired was a total flop. No, not flop. even not even eighteen
0: months, right? Did freeze. Um, freeze was it was July. It was it was that later that 17. summer, right?
1: Oh, was it? No. no, it was a year. No, it was July. It was July of twenty seventeen. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, right, because Fif- so 15. freeze
0: freeze coach the the year that we're about to talk about where they beat where they, Georgia. It was
1: all the me. They uh, they blew a yeah. They blew that's a right. Freeze coached for, to five they and blew seven. A 22 point lead against Florida State. They blow a tw- They had their. Nobody, bes- nobody. So had he follows safe. up
0: ten and three with five and seven, basically as well. yep. Yeah,
1: and he had Florida State and Bama. He was right. up by three scores in both games. He beats so. Kirby,
0: but yeah, and, and he really, yeah, he really had Bama uh, as well. But of course, I mean, holding on to a lead against Bama is. is
1: but they had fun. no defense.
0: But yeah, so so draft night happens. We talked about draft night. Uh, I think that really takes the air out of kind of that sugar bowl high. But you're still thinking. You know, we got all these new guys coming in. But like you said, the defense was a way bigger problem than we ever expected. He burned
1: Shea's red shirt to go beat A&M Right, and, and so But so that year, playing. the five
0: and seven year Womack is still the D.C., yes? Yeah, yeah
1: they fired him right before the Egg Bowl. They got right. beat by 35 points in the Egg Bowl.
0: It sounds familiar, right? Sounds home. like an Egg Bowl we've, we've experienced recently. Uh, yeah, so that that whole season somewhat unremarkable. We're, but Ole Miss fans are still thinking maybe Shea Patterson is the great white okay, savior. Okay, you got
1: Shea. You saw a fire. Burns is
0: redshirt. He beats A
1: and M. But uh, the recruiting class was a debacle because everybody yes. knew the. I mean, the NCAA fire was really raging burning. at this point. Yeah,
0: So it had been a year at, at on that time. Day it had been a year since the new notice of allegations. Uh, was that is are we getting the timeline right on that no, that new notice of allegations? When did
1: the second NOA come out? I'm trying to.
0: Yeah, I think we might. I think maybe that came out after the 2016 season. Uh, they had the 16th season.
1: before Cal in 17. Right. Which means the second NOA... Would I think it might have been out, January of
0: 17. I think it was
1: before between the season and signing day in 17.
0: Yeah, so that's we we, were, we got that a year off. Uh, we're doing a four-year retrospective here. There's going to be some... We're getting it all sorted out in our heads here.
1: Well, it's just crazy. To, I mean, how this is... It went, it went no, high, right, of course it had crack- to be because
0: so the, the new NOA came out about eight months after draft night. Because yeah. obviously draft night, people said reopen this whole thing because you had the text messages posted and all that, and will uh, saying, I'd have to say yeah to being paid and all that, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Um, so now we're after that 5-7 and seven that Freeze rolled. He had to make staff changes. He's got, he's got Longo coming in now. He's got McGriff coming in now. The recruiting class is nothing. The defense is terrible. New and away comes out. We get the hostage video. Uh, moving through an off-season, pretty rocky off-season. Obviously, Freeze does Freeze things that summer, goes to SC Media Day, says, I'm, I'm confident in my job, resigns, what, two weeks later or something? Yeah. I mean, still thinking back, I mean, that's that's got to be one of the most memorable and shocking episodes of the podcast we ever did where we're sitting around. I think we were maybe already going to record that we're sitting around and stuff starts coming out. People start reporting. Freeze is gonna resign. We don't really know what's going on. We get a bunch of people together. We do a big Skype call. I Everybody's talking Freeze about it. And I, we were happy about
1: it. That's kind of how this group text got started. Yeah, exactly. Because everybody insa- that's ever right. been on the show, if you want to come on, because that's right, because it was gone. just it was just insane. We didn't it, want to pick just, just one guest. Breaking true breaking
0: news coverage on the podcast that night. Got it out. Um, and and it was just crazy. And then I think we were all just kind of shocked from there. You know, Matt Luke becomes the interim. It makes sense to have him be the interim. They go six and six. we already still, mentioned
1: they they can't get an NCAA ruling. Yep, Luke gets the job after going and breaking Fitzgerald's leg. At Starkville. <laughs> I mean, let's yeah, honest. just an that emotional,
0: an emotional egg bowl and, win. And then the, the defense is still not frankly, good. Obviously, the fan
1: base has been fractured ever since and continues to divide. I
0: I mean I I would posit that the fan base has been reeling. And, and just taking blow after blow since draft night. Draft night, was, and even before then, those losses.
1: Obviously, you got used to the gut punch. Yeah, look, because there's a lot of events, but draft night was when it went from since draft night, it's been it five and seven, kinda, six and six, five and seven on the sides. To oh my god, yeah. It, since draft night, it's been in free fall, I would say that was Jimmy's. I mean, that was where Ole Miss's incompetence sucked Jimmy Sexton into his. Yeah, that's pretty his bad. worst moment as an agent. No, so
0: sorry. I got I got that backwards. Draft night was. After five
1: and seven, right? No, it was no, it was after fifteen. Oh, it was after Sugar Bowl. Okay, right, 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 It was
0: was on before. So since draft night, right? Five and seven, six and six, five and seven. Since then, Uh, yeah, and things have not have not turned around. You know, we we're pretty much up to to modern day here. Obviously, you said we we hired Luke. Uh, We just had an episode last week about how signing day was a flop. John, you weren't here. Uh, you got any thoughts guys, about another, another Luke class, N'Kobe guys, Dean, shocking that he's not coming, right? Another Cam Akers. I mean, the optimism got out of control just like always right same beforehand. Shit, different
1: day. N'Kobe, you know, in with kids, in-state kids, it always gets squirrely at the end. I mean, CC Jefferson's felt like he was gone for a while and went and ended up going to Florida. But he's year. from Florida. But yeah. yeah. But the fact... The fact that State and Ole Miss let Georgia come in and get the Toby yeah. Deans really.
0: Well, I think I mean I, I think it's open season. Jones. I think it's open season right now on Mississippi recruits. It has been for a while. Um, I'm, the last big Mississippi recruit that went in State was Simmons, right? Uh, I mean, I might be forgetting someone that State signed, but I think Simmons is the biggest recruit State or Ole Miss has gotten from Mississippi in a while. Yeah, AJ, AJ Brown AJ at the same, Brown, time. same time. Alabama wanted both those guys, but uh, I mean, since then, I, I mean, I think I think with Luke being very weak at Ole Miss. Uh, obviously, old Mrs. Booster Network has Ole no idea miss what they're doing right now. Well, and then you have Moorhead, Moorhead at State, who I think is still an outsider. He has a, a decent network why, at why State. Why did not
1: State get in on the Kobe Dean?
0: That's what I'm saying. I don't know. What I'm saying, I think. Because
1: I, think I, I was thinking, driving up here from Pensacola up to here, you go across How- 98 through southern Mississippi, then to Hattiesburg up 49. And I was sitting here going, Mississippi State fits the whole environment culture. On 49, you Very you're saying. well. 49, yeah. 98. And then. Old Miss, just wondering. I mean, okay, you can see it in Madison Ridgeland somewhat, but State's a much better general fit for most of Mississippi. And mean, you look at like the high school coach network they have compared to it and everything. Right, it's there. So why the hell can't they get it? They were never even in the game for a kid from Horn Lake. You know, State which,
0: State does well with, I'd say, like the top. Eight Mississippi guys, but yeah. there's something about that the top one or two guys that I think both Ole Miss and State struggle with. And you know, Ole Miss for a long time was getting the number one guy consistently, and that was kind of a narrative around it, but that slipped obviously. Yeah, Those but, days have but passed. But the
1: number one guy is like really a top, a bona fide, like this yeah. guy's going to be a really good yeah. Top I think of Simmons the was number player. one. And then, Simmons was. And Cam Simmons, Akers, obviously. Well, Chris Jones got hit. Yeah, if yeah, Chris yeah, yeah, Jones yeah. had been discovered six months earlier, the whole world would have been on yeah, him. Yeah, Um Simmons, like you can't make Connor, but kind of South Panola's
0: N'Kobe South is like the one Well, I think, I, I think has. Freeze did a decent job in State. Obviously Mullen did pretty good in State too. Like I, I think both schools had decent networks in state at that time, but I think right now that's that's if definitely I'm stayed, questionable.
1: You don't even you're not even really in the conversation for N'Kobe Dean, I'm concerned.
0: Yeah, I think well, I, that's 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 kind of the biggest knock on Moorhead so far, is that he, he he didn't even get in on it on N'Kobe Dean. Uh he's done decently recruiting in state this year, but we talked about it. On the podcast last week, uh, there were lots of guys that didn't consider State or Ole Miss, like Turnage, mm-hmm. um, and, and some other big names. Uh, what's Jaron Handy, who signed with Auburn? I mean, these are guys that could have really had, had impacts at these programs. So I, I think if I'm a State fan, I'm I'm saying, okay, we have a good coach. We have to invest in the network around him. Mean, they hired Tony Hughes, put yep. him on staff, which is a smart move. That's the kind of thing that I think Moorhead needs at State to be competitive. And then you turn around, you look at Ole Miss. You hired your Mississippi guy. You know he's the whole point of hiring Matt Luke. We talked. We made the case. You branded why, Mississippi. Why made. could it make sense to hire Luke? Well, we have this great Kobe class. Kobe Dean
1: didn't go to a border state. He went to Georgia.
0: Exactly. We have this great 18 class that that Matt Luke's gonna get in on, and these kids are gonna go for. I guess it's a 19 class. These kids are gonna go for 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 him. Nope, that did not happen.
1: 19 uh, had the talent to make her team. exactly. Could have a, could have rebuilt. the no, Kobe either, Dean alone gets Luke another Matt year look, to put Luke in a position yep. to be successful, and he lets it he lets it get away
0: and I think I talked about it on the show last week but I think it's hilarious no disrespect at all to Sounds something like a great kid go do what you got to do he was it was so transparent at the end like he's given interviews where he said I was on my phone in an hour up to it like fielding text messages trying to decide yeah What's happening an hour before signing day? You're not making relationships. It's it's offers. We're talking about amounts are being sent yeah, to you. It's... Like he didn't even try to hide it and say it's about Kirby or it's about Matt Luke. This is a transparent process, and Ole Miss didn't get it done. And and I mean, I was talking with I was talking with friends that said, you know, if you're Matt Luke, you have to see the writing on the wall and see that Nakobe Dean could easily add a year to your contract. Go look at your salary. I don't. I don't care how you get it done. You and Tom Luke get it done. Get the money to the right people. If you have to put up half the money, get it done. I don't think boosters is are necessarily really going to back for go Luke.
1: Hire somebody to teach these guys how to do this. That's a,
0: see. That's that's, that's a great question. We need to get like a, a a Godfrey type that is super familiar with. Why can't
1: it. Tyler Siski tell them how to do it? Uh, well, means he's not the I one think one Tyler
0: Siski is 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 fake news to use to use your terminology. <laughs> from what I can tell, um, I just I. I don't know why it went so badly, but it went terribly. The signing day is, and that, that brings us up to where we are now in football. Um, you got a new defensive coordinator, Mike McIntyre. Potentially, you know, looking at the contract he got, potentially Ole his next head coach, in my opinion. He's the interim. He's sure. gonna be the interim for sure. Uh, not sure who the OC is going to be yet. You know, will Hall takes his name out of consideration. At this point, it, it doesn't really seem to matter that much. I think Ole Miss fans are probably 70% out on Matt Luke. 70% of the fan base does not think that he's going to be able to get it done. I think, yeah. yeah. There's, there's no comment. Tickets, season ticket well, sales will we'll surely what, take a hit. Key,
1: what's the key outlook for 2019
0: with football? You know, People are going to love Matt Corral. He's going to have to be the face of the program. Um, he's going to have a green offensive line. Defense, I think, will be improved. I think Matt
1: Corral could have a bad year because very possibly the offensive line is rough. Line.
0: I think he's a good player, he but seems like he's got talent, but he's not. It's going to be rough. I think it's. I think it's going to be rough on offense. Honestly, I think the defense might be better than the offense. With you know, you had some some guys this year. Who's going to Momo coach Sinogo, him? I mean, Jack West Jones? You had some decent players on defense that I think should improve, and they're going mean, to have better t- coaching. If they
1: don't get this OC, if this OC get. Can't yeah. really coach. This is going to be a disaster yeah. on offense. Yeah,
0: well, and we know the defense has no time. I, I really think people just think at this point it's kind of delaying the inevitable. So I, not getting to Kobe Dean makes me think it's it's more and more likely that, that Luke's going to be gone after next really year. Really
1: about, I think the biggest question, frankly, is is Luke going to do enough to get to twenty twenty?
0: Right. Exactly. And and what is that number? Is it six?
1: Is it five and seven looking a certain way? I think
0: five and seven, and, and it's just end. I mean, pull the he, plug. I
1: mean, if he, if they go five and seven, and Corral is developing because they went and hired an OC that is showing. Here's, here's the question. Here's the question.
0: Do they win the Egg Bowl? Honestly, I think the roles are somewhat reversed, where the Egg ball has become a lot more important, especially after losing thirty-five to three this year. The fact that, that Luke got hired after it, I think that might be an important game for Luke next year. Yep. And State on paper is a much better team. Yep. State should win that game. Obviously, they're going to have a new quarterback too. Eld is gone. Uh, defense is still going to be better than Old Miss' defense for sure. And Moore has an offensive coach. I mean, so, if in theory,
1: lose, if they lose to Arky, and Memphis start of the year, like we would say. Lose arkansas State, they've lost. I mean, they're clearly the worst team. Worst yes, and and you throw worst. one,
0: you throw one a rivalry loss to Memphis. Yep. Potentially next year, I think you have to fire Luke. I think, I think those are the three games. You lose to Arkansas, Memphis, and State next year. I think Luke is Luke is done. Yeah. You win one of the three, you got a chance. You win how, two how, of the three, how you're safe. How many safe.
1: people are in the stands in in uh, November? That's gonna be the
0: question. Yeah. And the, the egg bowls back in Starkville. Yeah, I mean, next year is going to be... It's going to be rough. I mean, maybe you can find an upset against someone like Auburn that stumbles. Does McIntyre's
1: presence make them more likely to roll Luke into 2020 and a shot? Or more likely...
0: People people are going to be clamoring for McIntyre to get the job instead of Luke.
1: I guess it could go either way. Yeah. if 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 you go three games into 20 and it's not working, then you can just make Mac the interim.
0: Right, exactly. So... I don't know. I think. I mean, it's going to be interesting in that regard. It's not going to be interesting in any sort of compelling football regard. I don't think. I don't expect the January signing period to go well. I think Ole Miss could easily lose some of these guys I mean, that they haven't no signed. There's no game like, to look forward
1: to. There's no. Yeah, there's
0: not really. I mean, the football the football program is on life's right not going
1: to move the needle for Ole Miss fans. No, it's 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 very the Liberty meh. Ball. Everybody's dreading. Let's yeah, no one
0: no one's looking forward to playing Memphis in that game. I mean, even if you win that game. You can't really you puff up who's your chest the, too much. It's the, Memphis. Who's the
1: rotating East? Is it Missouri?
0: Uh, I think that is right. It's someone beatable, but still, people aren't super excited it's at about Missouri. It. Okay,
1: yeah, they're losing that game.
0: Probably the Drew Locke's gone, but I don't know. I think I think the realistic expectation is an improved defense and a scrappy but struggling probably offense. Um, you know, I think who, Elijah Moore and Braylon Sanders are kind of the, the and Scotty Phillips obviously. So, probably the four players that are that are any experience to watch on offense: is Corral, Braylon Sanders, Elijah Moore, and Scotty Phillips. Have and then you people have seen him play and think that he can do something. He, yeah. you know, he got in a fight in the Egg Bowl. And people like that. I mean, yeah. I like the kid. Um, and then what they have one they have uh, they have Gibbons left, I think. Right, Gibbons is going to be a senior. Everybody else is new on the offensive line, I believe. So that, that's a recipe for disaster right there in the SEC. Um, Dawson Knox is gone. Dawson Knox leaves for the draft. Huge blow, but you have Octavius Cooley. Cooley has some experience, um, but still, the, the offense is, is a huge question mark next year. Uh, but whatever, you know, who cares? I think we, we all just, just wait and see mode. Luke gets one more year at minimum. I've been saying for a long time he's going to get three as the full-time, but, you know, after the way the signing period went, after the Egg Bowl, I honestly don't know if he gets that three. I
1: think, I mean, Fan interest could plummet to next to zero. This this really year could
0: put a nail in the Luke era easily, I think. So yeah. we'll see.
1: How much of this is tied to whether or not they have a chancellor in place by football season starting?
0: Is there, I mean, it's it, 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 there's there's always that huge question that we try to talk about on well, the show. Say the
1: chancellor isn't in place till January the, 2020. The true Do power they hold structures. everything over just to let let that get us right exactly.
0: Go? I mean, I think I think a super undercovered aspect of all of this is the more turnover there is, somehow the safer Bjork seems. People cling to Bjork because he's a stability, but it's like he's been overseeing all of this. Like, how is he not taking more blame in all of this? I have no idea. Do
1: you bring in a new chancellor does he then change athletic directors? I, or does he... They go or does 20, Bjork swindle him, and too? If it, and the minute it goes up in flames, you dump Luke, you have Matt yeah. be in the interim, and then you gut the whole thing at the end. That'd be, I think that would probably be the fastest way to
0: rebuild the program, because it doesn't seem like any extra time Because if you're really all Miss at this anything. point,
1: there's really nothing you can do. There's not... I don't think there's really one or two moves you can do to really right the ship. It's more of... There's... The the what you gotta fix it and fixing it is you get a chancellor you get a competent chancellor established and in place and then it all it, it flows top down a, and then that yeah part, we it, haven't
0: even said Vitter's name through this whole thing obviously that was a huge story that we covered on the show the last four years that, Goofy
1: Jeff's first day was a uh, Sugar Bowl
0: yep yep and he was there celebrating and and wow that's a uh, quite the tenure for Jeff Vitter uh, not just football but across the board
1: it's like a. Uh, What's the name of the ride, like any music parts at like Universal Studios where you do the the free fall? Yeah, like Tower of Terror. Tower or something. of Terror. That's yeah. pretty much the uh, football program. The
0: Sidebar: They, I think at Disney, the Tower of Terror is now like freaking Guardians of the Galaxy or something. I don't know how that branding works, yeah. but
1: that's weird to me. So if we to kind of summarize the three major sports: we'll yeah, do we basketball, do we gotta, football, but ba- right. we'll do a uh, basketball, baseball here in a minute. Yeah, football is the Tower of Terror. Yes, over the L.A.D. era. Yes,
0: absolutely. It started. It was, it was it, so basically, you did that little. You had the little fake drops and the, some of those. You gut, seen those the symptoms, Enron thing, where goes, yeah. down, yeah, yeah, back yeah, up yeah, for yeah. a minute. Yeah, and yeah, that's exactly what happened. After you beat Alabama once, you're going up. You take a little dip in the Peach Bowl, bowl game, up and game. go back up the next year. You beat, you beat Alabama again, but then it's been in a free fall since uh, yep. since draft night, I would say for sure. Um, and so yeah, we've had the pleasure, the pleasure of discussing this uh, on the show, and uh, glad I'd people listen to it. I'd say the best
1: moment in football over the four years was yeah. I think the first well, Alabama LAD won. wasn't around when they beat right, Alabama. right, that,
0: that, right. So it's in the LAD era. I would say probably the Sugar Bowl. I mean, winning in Tuscaloosa was pretty huge. Those are the two that For stand me, out to winning me. winning in
1: Tuscaloosa because I walked out of the Superdome in the Sugar Bowl. And we were going to Bourbon Street celebrating celebrate and. We're all in a great mood, but the but it did the the thought came across my mind was that that team should have played for a title if they yeah. just didn't stick their head up and, their ass. In the and of the year. team
0: the team that played against Oklahoma State like in that form they could have maybe done something in the postseason. You know, yeah. at the same time Oklahoma State not good. They yeah. they did they looked like shit that day. They they were completely done with the season. I would say, um, yeah. I mean, that, there was it, everything. It's, that's kind of the Freeze Era in a nutshell. Is success, tinge with disappointment, and then complete failure. Those mm-hmm. are kind of the two emotions that you feel about the freeze air because every high of the of the freeze era was accompanied with an Auburn or an Arkansas loss, something mm-hmm. that took the wind out of the sails completely, the Florida loss. And now it's – Well, but think, see, now we don't even get the highs. So, I mean, it's – Now they've been, got
1: to get this chancellor's thing fixed. Yeah.
0: Which. Uh, but let's, let's let's move on from football. Obviously, we uh, we watched a lot of Andy Kennedy basketball. Um, not that not that much really stands out. I mean, we saw do, we saw dominant scores before. before. We watched
1: Steph Moody, um, Steph Moody, who's a great Moody player. Made the tournament in uh-huh. the spring of fifteen, right? Uh huh. And really, we kind of watched, watched that playing game. That was built. the highlight
0: for sure. Was winning that playing game the play-in and game. The, the, the pavilion being built.
1: The pavilion being built, and then Andy lost the team the second yeah. year of the pavilion.
0: I think everything's working out better with him on TV. And, I think and, and he's probably um, happier.
1: What's interesting is Andy. As party goes to Andy, it's already pretty clear that that was. Let's let both parties move on and move forward. Yeah, bro, but,
0: Bjork's best decision he's made.
1: Yeah. Versus, if you look compare it to football, make it real quick. Like keeping, no clean keeping Luke break, yeah. and keeping the freeze remnants has not given the break needed. But
0: yeah the the Kermit the Kermit move which has been definitely the biggest basketball development uh, other than building the pavilion that we've talked about on the show. Uh, And so far, I mean, it's pretty interesting. They're they're doing well this season. Uh, The team plays hard. I think if he gets some recruits in, and here's kind of where, you know, you start trying to read into what's actually going on. Can we take some of this money? We're clearly not spending on recruits for Luke. Can we help Kermit get some size in the post? Like, can we – you know, put some money towards basketball for once, as old that's Is knows. it is
1: simple that Kermit knows how to close recruits better?
0: I don't know. I, I I don't know. I think Kermit knows how to coach. He knows how to to, to get a team motivated, and uh, and I think that's going to pay off if we can get some good players. And we were talking at lunch. You know, the SEC is is insane this year. I mean, Tennessee is a top five team. Kentucky is Kentucky. State's very good. You got
1: peril at Auburn. Tennessee, Auburn, Kentucky are all top fifteen. Yeah, teams really good. State's
0: top twenty. Uh, there too. They, they, it's it's legit. Um, and then of course you still have Florida in the league, and then you, Georgia hires Uh, Izzo, right? Or uh, no, it is, uh and, right. Yeah, what's his face? The uh, the guy from Indiana.
1: Oh, Tom kareen kareen's in yep. Georgia
0: now, right? And then uh, so there's there's a lot there's a lot going on in the in the league. Um, it's gonna be exciting SEC season play for sure. I don't know how her te- team is gonna do, but have a lot of big games in there, and then you if Iowa State. Kermit can make State, the
1: NIT, it's a success. It's game, a
0: success, because, and, and, and I think he's moving in the right direction. They I th- they're
1: picked dead last. He has, be- he, I think they're better than dead last, probably. Yeah,
0: I think so. He has players looking improved, whether it's Olenichek or um, yeah. Brian Tyree looks very, very good, better than he's
1: ever looked. He has a team leader now. I think with football being a mess, if Kermit can – it's actually an opportunity for Kermit to kind of elevate basketball. Because the fan because base. Something one thing we
0: know about Ole Miss fans is they're going to rally. around When football isn't winning, they're fo- going to rally. Fo-
1: football's fucked up the next two years. Yeah. Is what a- we basically just said. Ole Miss fans baseball, are desperate for wins. Baseball. People are. You, know you don't like it, but baseball is going to be paranoid when June rolls around. It,
0: they, baseball. People, people are just tired of touching the hot stove when it comes to Bianco teams. Everybody. They're, they're scarred. There,
1: there's enough. There's too many. There's a. Enough of the fan base that is going to be. Let's see what happens in June. With but the thing
0: about baseball is the stadium is going to be full. Baseball is a It'll lifestyle be full, thing. In but Oxford. it won't.
1: But Kermit has a chance to get uniform
0: for the first time. Optimism maybe around basketball since like the nineties, right? Where but, it is yeah. the most
1: positively perceived sport. Yeah. You have a nice yeah. building. Yeah. You have and you have somebody that uh, frankly, Kermit, I think Kermit understands. What, he understands Mississippi. He understands fan. He understands base. the fan base. Yeah. and that's key.
0: I think when students come back after, you know, Ole Miss's eight week but recess. Kermit, but
1: Kermit can say he doesn't have to play the I Love Ole Miss card, I Love Mississippi card, which is because he's being a state. Right. You know, it's worked out remarkably well for him being a state alum. That, he's managed to People make it People will talk not about a, that. Yeah, absolutely. He's got a. He's in a unique. It's actually kind of. It puts him in a unique spot to, like I said, make. Freeze almost got there and then dr- right up until draft night to make the step change on football where it's stuck. Freeze still had enough of the the environment to do that here over the next year.
0: Right. And I think, I think, I think Kermit is building his own fan base among the Ole Miss fan base. But the thing about Freeze is even after draft night, even after five and seven, if he hadn't fucked himself over, he could have coached Ole Miss for five more years. People, Ole Miss fans love Freeze. He could
1: have, and, and He was Freeze was damn close to being here for twenty years. Yeah, yeah if, he, if, if he if he if he wasn't such a like personal dumbass. Of, uh, yeah, exactly.
0: So but I, I think I think Kermit can build up that goodwill for himself. Uh I it does seem like this is kind of a destination for Kermit. He's gotten to and the fact that the SEC is elevated in basketball, you know, he made the jump finally from Middle Tennessee after so many years mm-hmm. being there. I, I feel like he might be in for, you know, upwards of five years or more building this program it seems like so it's a positive development i give Bjork credit for that i think he should have been fired before he had the opportunity to, to hire kermit honestly for lots of other things we've discussed on the show ad Naz, but uh you know it is what it is basketball is in a decent place like i was uh, just to finish my thought from before i think once the students get back in there they're gonna have really good crowds for these sec games against big teams Um, even if they lose, I think they'll be, they'll play respectably enough that people won't, won't quit on the team and and sell it out. So basketball of the three, and it really, I think baseball is its own animal. We're about to talk about that, but of the, of the three, I think basketball has the most kind of unbridled, upward, optimistic trajectory right now. Baseball at Ole Miss, they make the transition.
1: Well, well, let's even really this This podcast kind of got started in right field in some sense. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's what we would hang out there. Baseball kind of has its own role in the history. And that would have been the year before Omaha, right? 2013-2014 was we were out most games in right field. Right. Thirteen
0: for me because I, I graduated and, and graduated left fourteen, 13. but I was I was definitely watching every game. We were talking about all of and you them. you were but up a fair amount in fourteen. Yeah, that's true. Um, but in thirteen, we were out there pretty much every game, even midweek games. We were out there. Yep. Yeah. And obviously, if you if you go to a baseball game ever, but especially if you ever sat in the outfield at Ole Miss, I mean, it's it's one third the game and two thirds the people around you and hanging out and, and drinking beer and, and chilling. Right
1: field, it's. That was really a, a good era, probably its best era that I've seen.
0: It's super crowded now, which always makes it worse. It's, it's gotten
1: worse. Yeah, because it, it, the crowds are huge, and that it, makes it's it too huge, and then just hard to watch. Fan IQ has yeah, gone it's down, way down. Not, it's a social it, outing. It's sure. purely a social event where it was a mix of. But tell if
0: if Bianco and Bjork can can harness that and use it to make the program better, more power to them. You know, yeah. get, make money off of it or whatever. But for the average fan out there, it's hard to watch baseball on right field right now. But back yeah. then. It was a much more dedicated following, smaller following, yep. especially for a midweek game, something like that. It was a
1: good sized following, and you had, and Sundays were always, you yeah. had the people, you had a, a, a decent crowd, but everybody out there wanted to be out there and yep. really got after it.
0: So that was, I mean, it definitely fond memories for sure. And then, you know, Bianco kind of crescendoed into, you know, Omaha, the obviously, in 14. The 2014
1: team, um, it, it was, it, 2014 is really a... I mean, it was before the era of this pod, but it kind of, since the the roots kind of got down... It kind of kept... I'm going to include it because it's worth talking about. And it got the momentum up that we wanted to start a podcast. Because they went and signed a top... 2011 was a top two or three recruiting class in the country, and Mm -hmm. that, that talent didn't materialize until 14. I remember... Former guys... A guest that's been on here multiple times, friend of ours, Austin Miller, and I went through that team before the season and said, "There's no way they can win more than 18 games. Like that is impossible." Mm-hmm. They went 19-11 and won the West. Yeah, and they but finished super everything strong. Everything kind of lined up. Chris Ellis got healthy, was an ace. Christian Trent showed up from somewhere, and all of a sudden he was a yep a great number two. You, Sam good enough to be Friday. Was, got hurt there, up and down as a three. um Laxer materialized into yep. something fairly dependable out of the pen. he had Austin. Awesome Wyatt pass. Short it was terrific. You
0: know, uh, we, I think we've decided unsung hero for sure in that um, lineup was um, the freaking. Who Bra- about Anderson? Is that what I'm thinking of? No, the Braxton Lee. Braxton is Le- a great a lead One year. Who am I thinking of? Not Will Allen, but they the- haven't had a leadoff
1: hitter in the past nine years outside of Braxton Lee. Yeah. Uh, Bosfield was two. Who, who are we
0: forgetting? Austin Anderson, is what I'm trying to say?
1: Austin uh, Anderson was third.
0: Yeah, and he was really good and didn't get as much credit for that. He's yeah. the one that hit the walk-off on the intentional walk, yeah. right, which was a yeah, huge moment out him. there. Um Yeah, so that team was just solid top who to bottom. Who the hell hit
1: cleanup? Why can't I think of uh, Will Allen. That's right. Yeah, and then Sy- Sykes Allen, Orvis. Will Allen fifth. went from a two thirty to a three fifty hitter. Yeah, it's huge. Sykes Orvis was really good that year. Sykes was in there. Woodman was a freshman. Yep, and he, you had him in the lower down lineup. Errol was uh, a freshman. Errol was a freshman in the nine hole. You had um, Pressing Overby out there. Yeah, Overby was the piece that was kind of can he, can he play deep if he could, if he could. Play well, it would he had be some the big moments maker. that we talked about on the show. Hit a huge home run in game The namesake two of the of the Preston
0: the Preston Overby window yeah. that we've coined here on the who show. Who eight? Who are we
1: forgetting?
0: Is it was was Woodman not eight? Woodman was seven. Bortles was eight. No, um, no. Bortles was Bortles
1: DH. Bortles with DH.
0: Later in the season, I feel like he did. Oh, uh,
1: Jameson. Yeah, yeah, That's who yeah,
0: we're yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, that's I mean great. Hell of a, hell of an outfield defense with Lee yes. the defense overall with was Lee, really good. Lee, bowsfield and then either Jameson or um Woodman and Wright
0: Yeah. Uh really solid team and then, you know, that's that was always the the thing that Bianco was said he couldn't do was get to Omaha. He does it and gets third in the country. Um, of course, in classic Mississippi fashion, this is the year after State gets second in the country. Yep. You know, This is always how the, the teams kind of mirror each other in that way. Um, but a high point for Bianco. Since then, he's done Bianco things. They've been good in the regular season in a lot of seasons. 15 was... But they look lost in the in in the in the postseason. 15, they... Haven't beat, gotten back to a super a yet right? since then, right? They,
1: they had a lot of people go pro in 2012. 15 was right? rough.
0: That was William and Mary year, right? We lost yep. to them twice in the postseason. That was a rebuilding year. What when do you... No, that when do you... Nine,
1: was 13. I went to UCLA. went to... Oh, LA. UCLA. I remember that year, yeah. But but we we knew that a lot of the 2012 signees had gone pro. Yeah. They recruited two good that year. That materialized in 15. 16 was a good year. They host. Yes. They go 0-2.
0: Yep. That was a rough. rough frankly,
1: fight. they got a. Frankly, they got a weird draw with Utah as the four, mm-hmm. but then. Um, two letting Tulane beat. I mean, that was yeah losing losing the first night with the weather delays and all. That, that, was, was, that the, was just that unacceptable. That was just a weird regional. but they didn't play out. Yeah. What the hell do they do in? Seventeen. What are do they doing? Seventeen.
0: They went on the road somewhere, right?
1: blanking, where the hell did they go?
0: No, they missed. They missed the tournament, right? They missed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a rough one. But they had this good signing class coming in. Yep. Right?
1: Um Yeah. They missed in seventeen yeah, that's right. Was that the first year with these current guys
0: or did they come the next year?
1: No, nah, a lot of them came um like like Kessinger, oh, Kessinger and Dylan and all them were freshmen. They're
0: freshmen, so now they're about to be juniors. Yeah,
1: yeah. Rollison so, was a freshman, so they were. Yeah, right, they were all, right, right, right. And they that's
0: right. they missed that year, but you know, there's hope for the future. Turn around, have a great regular season last year. Get us, get a national seed. Uh, we all know what happened in October in they that get, regional. They,
1: they go, they win the SC tournament. Another hot. funky
0: draw, though. Getting a a good. I'm not making excuses for Bianco. He has to win those games, but. They get a team that's Freakley capable of beating 18. them.
1: They were great. Except
0: for they one 10-hour stretch. And they get tight. They get real tight when it matters the most. But it's so weird because... Yeah, you know, the SC tournament doesn't matter, but it's you would think that that's some pressure. And no, they played loose and they were they were good. And then
1: they get run out of the building. And that's why
0: we've said maybe the best case for them is to go be a two somewhere, but I don't think that's going to happen. They're going to host again. They're going to have a good regular season. I know it doesn't matter. You know, and then
1: there's going to be this big mind game. war. yes,
0: it's going to be crazy mindset. And that stadium's going to be weird, so tight, and funky. So can be. So this is a huge year for Bianco. Because he has all the talent I to get another the, good I seed. I think the
1: crowd psychology plays a big yeah. thing. Because The
0: team feeds off of that.
1: Going to Yankees-Red Sox game one this year, when it when you got to an oh shit situation, let's say second and third, two outs, mm-hmm. or and then walk a guy bases loaded, the crowd didn't get tight. crowd got loud. Right. They said, we're going to go, because in Boston it's fuck the Yankees and we're going to get over the hump. Now, Pre 4 they probably would have been tighter than right. tight, but that kind of I mean, versus an Ole Miss crowd, it, it would be quiet at that point. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're holding their breath, and then it's just a whole. How are we going to screw this up? So but, it's it's going to be a
0: huge season for Bianco. Um, I, I think if he can find a way to break that mentality, come postseason, get to a super regional, even if they don't win the super regional, I think that gets the monkey kind of off his back. they only again. had
1: one super regional yep. appearance since 09.
0: Yep, and it's and they won it with I the Omaha. I think they've
1: got to get to a super.
0: Yeah, you got to at least get there because they they went to what, 5 before they went to Omaha, which was another curse, but still that's yep. more consistent than they're having right now. Um but yeah, and I mean that's kind of the big three. when
1: you get to and when you get to just a handful of baseball games it gets funky. Who's their ace Who's their ace going to be this year?
0: Um they got a lot. Of, they got a lot of new guys. I feel like I'm forgetting some people too. But they they have a lot of. They had that kid that didn't sign after he got drafted in the first round. And then Ether is going to be the ace. Yeah. Um, right. And they they have a lot of they have a lot of new pieces. Um, but it's going to be it's going to be interesting. They have a, should have a great lineup. Um, I'm excited about that. But yeah, so it's it's kind of you know obviously we'll have plenty of time to talk about this like, my baseball season. But that's kind of where we are. After four years of doing the podcast, ups and downs, I'd say for sure. Uh, most consistent program basketball, but also the one that's achieved the the least on a on a highlight level. I'd they say basketball is the most consistent. Are they? I'd I'd say yes.
1: It's not football. Football's been a bomb. No,
0: football. and then we just talked about how Bianco went to Omaha and then missed the tournament altogether. I mean, baseball is baseball is very consistent. Baseball at Ole Miss is baseball, baseball at Ole Miss. Is it's more consistent very than consistent. Basketball. I think basketball is consistently not great, but consistent. <laughs> They're consistent. <laughs> They're consistent. But yeah, but yeah. It, what, it is what, what, it is. what
1: are the three biggest things to look for in 2019 with Ole Miss? I think I, number one is get a chancellor hired. Yes, you got to put the
0: and that's kind of the, the game. Of the that's kind of the set. game within the game for for Ole Miss sports, which is weird as hell. Is the, the admin IHL and how yep. that
1: plays out and everything. Mm-hmm. absolutely um uh so that that's huge you're completely right about that because that I, sets the table for what happens with bjork luke i think
0: 2019 you're looking at chancellor higher Bia- uh, bianco's postseason baseball in june yes i think that's huge that's a huge one um and then i want to see old football in january I, it's a really just end of december 2019 I just want to look. I just want to see where it's at because that's going to be something. And then I, I expect steady growth and improvement from Kermit's ba- team.
1: Basketball is probably outside the top three. Can they sign a couple key players and yeah? Well, they got Kermit. they got
0: some good guys coming in. I think next season is going to be interesting for Kermit because he's going to lose some, but he should it should still be an improvement next season over this season. Uh, but it, I, I think I, I feel good enough about Kermit. That even though I don't put anything with basketball in the top three things to watch this year, I still am excited about the program. I Think it's doing good. Yeah. But hell, I mean, say they say they pull off a major upset in the SEC, uh, they can get a lot of excitement around the program. They can end up in the NCAA tournament. The and right now, to get... they're projected in the NCAA tournament this year. So we could hell in four months. We could be looking back and saying Kermit's team is the face of Ole Miss sports right now. That wouldn't shock me maybe, at all. Maybe
1: this is the better way to do it. What's the biggest thing to watch at all Miss? What the hell happens with their chancellor situation? How long does yeah. it take? And that's not as fun as watching a game on the game. If it court takes a year, does it just get can become a complete mess yeah. for the next twelve months? And no, it'll Miss, I think football. Yes. It's what's the what, what's? I'm with you. What December?
0: I'm not excited to watch any individual. Game. What's games. the wins
1: the last game this year?
0: Thanksgiving probably right. Uh,
1: that's right. I think it's the twenty eighth.
0: Yeah. Not excited to watch any individual games. I was games. wanting
1: to get to a date. So, Friday, November 29th. 29th. What the hell does it even look like? I think it's that bland and generic at yeah. this point.
0: Yeah. Easily four and eight.
1: Baseball. What happens in June? Yep. Basketball is a combination of just how do they do an build, SEC yeah. play? Do they build? Do they sign a couple players? What's the um, fan interest in the program? I think it should be good. I think fantasy should be pretty pretty things. solid. Yeah,
0: that's pretty much where we are. Honestly, I mean, to be honest, not a super exciting time for Ole Miss sports compared to when we started this show. the show. The
1: chancellor and the football. The enthusiasm. A lot of time. The,
0: I mean, like we talked about. Really, what, what got to start the show is super high energy Omaha run. Really great football season. I mean, but going into the season before we started the show in 2014, you know, you had had a bowl win. NCAA baseball win and uh, or an Omaha appearance. I mean, and a tournament win in basketball. Right? They that's uh, fourteen was last year in Marshall, right? Or my, I, I mean, I might be thinking thirteen. There was there was consistent 14. winning. Fourteen, consistent winning in all of Ole Miss's programs at that time, basically.
1: Yeah, because fourteen you had Access Bowl, you had Omaha. Right. There was it was and fourteen fifteen had NCAA at a basketball tournament. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. So we... Yeah, enthusiasm was high. I think... You know, if you're if you're a Super Scissors Ole Miss fan, you're hoping that we end the show soon because damn, this is not it's not been great for uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ole Miss's luck during our tenure It's not we been take so go on good. Sabbatical kind of like but, uh, No, but that that would be against our uh, our true feelings, which are that uh, mm-hmm. Ole Miss is fun to laugh at. I mean, I think we've we've enjoyed breaking down the more miserable aspects of what's happened lately. I mean, mm-hmm. Draft Night, NCAA investigation, all that stuff was great. Pod fodder. Freeze, mm-hmm. freeze, d- resigned in disgrace. These are these are all great. Pod topic so hell i mean it's been fun it's been fun i've had a good four years buddy it
1: has been fun we'll keep going yeah, i'm glad we keep got to i'm glad we got to do
0: this for the four anniversary you gonna you're gonna leave us uh, in this country again stan
1: <laughs> i'm going over uh last week of january but just okay for all week. right okay
0: so we got some we it's got some more time here yep.
1: yeah 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 cool man see what kermit basketball opening conference play will be kind of interesting yeah just to yeah. Is that going to materialize and, and, into something? And I expect, just just
0: like people are coalescing around the basketball team somewhat now, I expect people will get really into baseball. Because, like I said, when, when Ole Miss fans don't have football in their lives, they latch on to any other sport they what can. What does the
1: baseball pitching staff look like this year? There's a
0: lot of talent, but, yeah, a lot of it's news. It's well, going to be interesting all, outside a of Etheridge and Houston Roth, yeah. So we'll see. i we will we will learn more of what to expect of that baseball team as we get closer here and, and have better, more developed takes on it. Outside of I think the lineup's gonna be pretty good. A lot of returning guys, but um hell, we'll see. Excited for basketball. I think we've got a basketball game coming up here soon, we were saying, I'm not sure what it is, but non conference is getting Florida wrapped up Gulf pretty Coast soon. On
1: Saturday, there you
0: go. Florida Gulf Coast, that's that uh they were the dunk the dunk team in the dunk tournament team, a few uh, years yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. What are they like uh
1: they beat Georgetown, and Georgetown was. What a was their city? nickname,
0: like Dunk City or something? I don't remember. Something like that. Something good, yeah. Well, hell, that's fun. Uh, all right, well, something to look forward to there. Yeah, it's sort of a, you know, a four-year recap, mostly a downward, downward trajectory. But hell, you know, what we what can we do? We don't play on the teams. We don't do. We don't pay any recruits. I think that's our problem. Up,
1: so.
0: If you want to donate to our recruit fund, our GoFundMe, maybe that's what we need to do. Start raising money ourselves <laughs> to pay these kids. I should have gone to Horn Lake. Met with Nakobe, nah, I'd work. I couldn't do it. Um, well, whatever. It's been fun. Either way, we've had a fun time. We appreciate you guys for listening so much. Hopefully, this episode uh, isn't isn't too hard to hear. I think it'll be okay. Um, hope you enjoyed uh, the last four years and and hearing the recap. And stick with us for a few more. We'll see how it goes. Uh, maybe Ole Miss can can get back to kind of where they were when we started this show. That's what we're hoping for at this point. Uh, it'll be a while, at least for football, for sure. But we got some other sports to
1: watch. I guess the big difference on that front is. When did the Dan Jones, the the Alster? When did when did it when, when been, did that start?
0: Uh, it would have been like the fall of fourteen, yeah, or no, the fall of fifteen, right? Because the Sugar Bowl was in January twenty sixteen. Ole Miss had steady leadership
1: at the... Yeah, running in. The yeah, league. Dan
0: Jones was mostly like a continuation of Kaya, especially when it came to athletics. Kind of kept all of his same policies and all There's going. There's a
1: couple stories that. that we won't say out here. There's a few things that happened that Dan Jones... Mm-hmm. Dan Jones' contract not renewed in the clearing on March 20th, 2015. So that's the... You know, yeah, before that. That's the, as much the problem of anything.
0: Yeah, but before the Sugar Bowl season. Exactly, yeah. So. And then Vitter's in place come January 2016. So I think, yeah, that's... I mean, again, that's something to definitely watch if you really want to understand what turns the wheels that turns the wheels when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, but, Yeah. Oh, man. Most
1: underrated person in college athletics in terms of generating success for their program is whoever the chancellor for Alabama is.
0: Yeah, or the the yeah the president of other universities, all that stuff. Yeah, they make a lot of big decisions. All right, well, I we've been going for a while. I have no idea how long because we're not doing our normal recording set, so I can't tell on the Garage Band. But I feel like this has been a good uh solid episode, however long it is. I hope you enjoy listening, guys. Uh, of course, if you like the show, you can rate review us on iTunes, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, follow our Twitter account. Reach out to me and John if you ever wanna uh, you know, talk about Ole mess and be on the show or anything. Uh all that kind of stuff. But um John, thanks for joining me man. Glad to have you here. In studio it was fun. I it was definitely fun to do an in-person episode. Um but I guess uh, until next time guys, for John, I'm Justin. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week. <laughs>